I don't know how you're feeling today, but I'm ready for another episode of Empathetic Musicians. Hi, my name is Sophia Sturmer, and my mission is to share more stories about powerful musicians who have a unique voice in music. At So Just Collab, we engage musicians seeking to find their voice in music with non-traditional music strategies. The most important part is that we focus on you before the music. On this podcast, we are getting personal with our guests and uncovering what their music journey has been like and if they have any advice for musicians as special as you. Hi, hey, hey. Sorry, Haley George. I have known Haley for mm, 10 years, right? Um, but I am so glad to have you on Empathetic Musicians today. And thank you for taking the time out of your week. And I know you mentioned you had a rough week this week, but um, that's why I'm happy to focus on you today. So, Well, I'm very honored to, <laughs> to be here. Thank you for wanting me to be part of this project. Um, of course. It's really exciting. I've never done like a podcast before. So this is, especially since it's about music. So it's even more exciting Yay. To, to do this. And yes, it was a little bit of a rough week, but getting to do this makes me very, very happy. So thank you. Yay. Amazing. Well, I've heard bits of bits and pieces of your music story, your connection to music as I've known you for so long, but where, what is the first time that you remember that music enters your life, if you can recall? Oh, man. That's or if a, it's m- multiple times. Yes. I mean, that's a really good question. I mean, I can remember, like, early, early back to when I was, like, a kid and, like, driving around with my mom and we would just always listen to music and it just kind of, like, blossomed from there because I... I was the type of kid, even when I was, like, five, like, I knew all the words to A Thousand Miles. When you were five? Oh, yeah. So, around that age. Oh, my gosh. I was gosh. very small. But I would, I would, like, you know, totally sing it to, like, my mom, my dad, my grandparents, like, anybody. And it just grew, it grew exponentially from, from there, which is really cool. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Why, that's where I'd say it, like started because my mom's a very big music person so she would always like incorporate music into like our daily lives basically and still does to this day it's your mom Mm -hmm. your mom put music in your life and what what was the next thing like we listen to music anybody can listen to music but what was the next step I was gonna say one thing but then I realized it actually started with dance for me when I was in like preschool I preschool yeah there was a there was like a dance studio that was right next to my preschool and I danced for a while I did like ballet for a little bit she did ballet ballet. (laughs) that's right I did ballet and then I I would tell people that I did tap dancing I don't know if that's true or not. Oh my we, god! This is all at the same I studio. <laughs> I, you know, had all. I remember like doing the performance and like it was at like a park and see me somewhere and I remember just having a blast. I remember one of the songs was like 
that we danced to was like Blue Suede Shoes by Elvis. And it's like, if you haven't heard it, oh, listen no, to no, it. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't heard it, listen to it because it's great. But, because my grandma's a big Elvis fan. Aww. But I'd say it started with that and then gradually as I started to become older, my mom started she she's the one I have her to thank for everything like musical in my life because she then started to get me into musical theater as well as playing the piano. When when was that? Uh, I played the piano in elementary school. I don't remember exactly how it started, but we found this piano teacher. Her name was Jen, and I like loved her. She was like really quirky and like really cool, but. She was always really, she always made piano really fun. Oh, and that's the best. I just remember, like, she had, like, all these different, like, studios that she would, like, jump around to. So I would just, like, constantly go to wherever she was going. And, I mean, the memory around it is a little bit foggy. But I still remember, like, going to the piano lessons and, like, having fun and, like, really, like, enjoying to do that and I remember like after I did piano for a while there was like talk about me doing like some like singing lessons for a minute um but it never it like I maybe did like one singing lesson and then yeah. it just never went off after that because you're like you can sing okay you're fine and it's just like okay I don't know what's happening that's fine what about the musical theater mm-hmm. when when did you start musical theater I was nine years old you were nine, so what is that? Like, what grade is that? Third grade. Oh, my gosh! So it was the summer in between third and fourth grade. I remember my mom was like, okay, they're doing, like, Annie Jr., like, over the summer, and she would, like, nudge it, like, lightly. I think for my birthday that year, she got me Annie on DVD. Oh, my god! And I was like, mom! I don't want to do Before it. the musical. Yeah. She got you the deep. Yeah. Okay, that's a mom. Okay. I, I was like, mom, I don't want to do it. I, why do you think I would like this? This is oh so silly. And she's like, just give it a try. And I don't remember if I auditioned or what. I must have because I was in the show. And it was one of those like weird like summer shows where rehearsals were only two weeks and then you put the show on after that. Oh, okay. Super quick. Which super, was super quick. Really interesting. So I ended up loving it. And I had, I, who was my, I was one of the orphans. I was Duffy the orphan. Oh my that God. My I've, n- I've never seen it. It's it's my fault. Whoa, but whoa. so I, I'm not well versed, but. Whoa, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. You need to watch that. I know. It's great. Uh, but yes, Duffy the Orphan, that's who I was. And I had two lines yes. in the entire show. Hey, you had lines before. I I, I mean, you started musical theater way before me. So oh. two lines. Hey, that's awesome. You're so funny. <laughs> I, and what's funny is I remember it was like one of them was at the beginning of Act 1. And then the second one was at the beginning of Act 2. She's and a sandwich. That was, it. That was she's a sandwich. <laughs> and that was it. And that's all that I did. And I think I still remember them. To this day, the first one was like, "Can anybody get any sleep around here?" And then I found out that that one line made 
my grandpa and my stepmom like sob in the audience and I was like why did you guys cry it's like it's like one line but I guess it was just like I was a really shy kid so it's like hearing me like be like this totally different person on stage was probably such a shock to them I definitely think it was emotional for them and I think my second line was like gee Annie on the radio coast to coast she's famous (laughs) and then that's it and then I was like okay I'm in the background now and then you'll see me at various points but from then on it was just like musical theater musical theater I couldn't get enough of it do you remember why like I mean what did it make you I know you were young and we like possibly feel things differently Mm -hmm. but like what was that feeling when you were young and you did musical theater what what did it make you feel it was like the most incredible feeling ever because like I said before, when I was younger, I was a very shy kid. Like, you know, I was always, like, nice to everybody. But I was always, like, you know, a little more, like, to myself and, like, you know, in, like, you know, younger friend groups when you're, like, in elementary school, it's, like, you know, I'm the follower, not... I feel that. <laughs> um, I feel that. <laughs> so... I guess musical theater was the one place where I could, like, really express myself and, like, be myself, even at such a young age. Yeah. I I just, like, the arts, it just, like, was something that, like, really was so special to me that I wanted to just hold on and, like, never let go. And, I mean, that was proof for, like, 10 years, I want to say. Oh, my god. And, I mean, it's still proof today, but, you know. Oh, so good. <laughs> so for for people who don't know, Haley and I, we did, we, we knew each other a little bit from elementary school, middle school. I definitely did not do choir in, in middle school mm-hmm. um, or musical theater, but high school was freshman year. We reconnected, possibly overlap, like late middle school into high school. Yeah. And we somehow found ourselves in in musical theater together. Yeah. It, do you remember? It. Yes. Like, I, it's a little fuzzy for me. How? I remember it so vividly. How did that go for you? Because the first thing was Sweeney Todd. Yeah. So, like, did you audition for I that? auditioned for Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. I remember this so vividly. Because I, I wanted to be in it so bad. Well, because I did of too. Course, I remember, <laughs> like, school orientation. And, like, my mom and I went up to the the drama booth and like and my mom was like do it you know like and I was like no nah, I even did a show in like a hot minute okay I how could I do it in high school you know and what did I audition with I think I auditioned with popular from wicked you did popular I did our our iconic oh I did let me be your star wait that's amazing Yes and no, because that's not musical at all. Like, this kid walks in and she's like, this is a... Yeah, anyway, you did... Everybody fight me. It's a great Wait, that is so perfect, though. You did Wicked Mm -hmm. in the beginning and... Oh, my God. Cry, anyway. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't think I ever knew that because that makes so much more sense. I mean, it's both of our... Oh, I know. I think I remember all of my High school quote. I think I remember all of my audition songs from, like, all all the shows. I don't remember every single one. I remember, like, 
I don't know. I don't want to quote like important, but not not all of them. Yeah, that's You're okay. lucky. No, <laughs> that, it's ingrained in my brain because like some of them are like so embarrassing that it makes me want to cry. Oh my god! But stop. It's fine. It's over. We did it. <laughs> but I remember like Sweeney Todd. I was like so nervous because I was like my first time meeting like Hunt and Sissel and. Um, Right, we're like, hello. Melissa <laughs> and, like, that whole crew. And then I remember the cast list came out, and I wasn't on it, and I cried, which was so stupid. But that was all of us, right? We're all like, oh, well. No, no freshman got into that <laughs> show at the time. Except for one. When, because I didn't do Taming of the Shrew. I know you did, and, like, a bunch of other that was great. that was the first because that was when back in the day when they did like four shows in one right, year right um you had hell week and you were like putting your head on your desk <laughs> you were like exhausted of course and I was I came exhausted. up to you and I was like what's the deal with the shows and you're like they're really really fun and then I, I think I was maybe like I'm thinking about auditioning for Les Mis and then you were like do it do it you know that awesome. what wait stop that was me for you? I think so. <sighs> when when we were, I don't know, juniors, seniors. Mm-hmm. What what was the best musical <laughs> moment or music? We did choir as yeah, well. It doesn't yeah. have to be musical related. But what's what's one of the most important and precious moments to you? that pertains to music or musical theater? There's a lot, actually. Um, Taking it back a little, um, I joined choir my junior year. Oh, God, I forget that every time. I know. It's crazy because I know we were not not in the same choir class for my first year of choir because you were in chamber choir and then I was in baby choir. No, fish posh. (laughs) Anyways... Because I always think about how, like, oh, our senior year was the year that they split the chamber choirs and all that stuff. But I remember, like, sophomore year, I was, like, trying to figure out, I was, like, what elective do I want to do? Because I was, like, done with PE after that year. And I was, like, I want to do something fun. And I'll be real, I didn't, like, really know what choir was or, like, what it really was about until, like, I knew knew bits and pieces because you were in it sophomore year. But, like, I didn't know, like, the full, like, like, Cecil was like, you guys didn't audition to be in the class and to be in choir. And then I was like, I thought you could just sign up. I had no idea that you had to actually audition. Oh, my God, stop. And so (laughs) the day, the first day of class, she was like, I'm just going to do, like, an easy scale. And she said, like, if you want the option, like, I'll give it to you. You can either stay in baby choir or you can go up to chamber choir. And so I remember, actually, I forget, it was me, Ashley Trompetto, and Blake Fine, all of us. And we all did it. And then Blake Fine was like, I want to go to the chamber choir. And I was like, okay, have fun. Because if I went to chamber choir, I, I wouldn't even know like, what was going on. So I was grateful that I did baby choir so I could, like, understand, you know, because then it felt that much more satisfying senior year. I have a question right there. That's, that's actually something. Ask. Was do you remember what that was or why? Like, why not chamber choir? I think because this was like my first time doing anything like solely singing. Because I, you know, I did dance. I 
I did dance for years, different types of dance. I did piano for a bit, and I've always stuck with musical theater. I never done anything just with my voice. So I wanted to just learn as much as I possibly could so that I could be even more prepared and even better when I eventually got to chamber choir. And then that was before Cecil decided to do the split of the two chamber choirs. So I just feel like like it was good for, you know, the practice. And then it's also a blessing because I met some of my best friends, like Sophia Sai and Cheyenne and um, Gabby and, like, that whole squad and, like, just super awesome, wonderful people. And I, I learned a lot about myself, too, in the process because relating to that, I remember, like, one of the moments that, like, really stuck out to me that, like, kind of, like, changed changed my life in a little bit was Disney concert junior year and that was like the first time I'd ever done like any type of solo do you at remember? all do you remember oh yeah what was it part of your world oh my god yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just you it was just me just you on that stage it was the most terrifying but the most exhilarating feeling and experience of my entire life and it's something that I will cherish probably for the rest of my life. I remember I was, it was like March, I remember I was still 16. It was just like a surreal feeling. Cause like I had all like my friends, my family, like we're all there. And it was just like one of those moments I never thought that I would ever do. And I feel like that was the moment that really got me out of like my shell. And then senior year when we did Mary Poppins, which that was a huge deal, as you know. Everybody loved you. I know everybody that. loved you too. Get out. <laughs> like if it was just you, and for our our own purposes, you know, we were double cast. But if it was just you, you know, people Stop. wanted to you to be that role wholeheartedly. Oh my god, like, you're so nice. You you made I, people feel things. I just so did you, ma'am. Like listen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I just, like, remember, too, like, the audition process for that. Because I remember, like, I had never, like, researched a show as hard as I did for this one. Because I knew it was our senior musical. And I knew yeah. that. I knew that, like, the big cats were, were gone. And so, like, we had, we finally had an opportunity to, like. I'm sorry. I love that know. term. The big the I don't big know what cats. else to call them. The big the cheeses. Big I don't know. But we finally had this opportunity to show people that, hey, like, we, we paid our dues since day one. And we just want want to show how much we are passionate about this program and passionate about what we do and I'll never forget too like I sung a spoonful of sugar for my audition and I remember feeling nervous but then I just like boom like went off and was like oh yeah it like felt really good and then I remember the callbacks do you remember the callbacks because I remember them so vividly Yes, I was sitting next to Daniel and I was coughing, actually. <laughs> oh, my God. He, he gave me cough drops. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember, too, and I was, like, totally sobbing. Like, oh happy tears God. that I got Mrs. Banks. I, like, could not believe that. So, 
I, I would say like that whole role changed everything for me too. Cause it's like, I learned so much like acting wise as well as singing wise. And it felt like it's, 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 it was that feeling of like seeing Kathleen as Fontaine and like having all the freshmen being like, Oh my God, she's amazing. Finally. And then have it kind of being in that same role with Winifred and like, getting to do that solo song also was like a really I remember like a closing night was an emotional very mess. emotional yeah but yeah, I remember the whole show I like didn't see my mom in the car I knew she was there but it's like I couldn't find her in the car like, I found like other people like my cousin and like all sorts of other people but like I knew my mom was in the crowd and I was like I can't find her yet oh my God. so I was singing being Mrs. Banks and there's the part you know I get up and then I go down to the house and the lights dim and the second I turn to like sing my last being like Mr. Banks whatever I make total eye contact with her and then I had to hold in the tears because oh then I went God. I went backstage and I started sobbing that could not be more but it was like the most amazing moment another little thing is like when we did Spotlight I got to sing in that too. I know that was the coolest. I, for- I love. I forget I love that sometimes. Said. Really, but I. That was also like a really cool moment too, because it's supposed to be just like a regular play, and I also got to sing in that, which was really cool. Well, you you kind of sprinkled, just a little bit about musical theater in college. How was that different? Was there something different about doing musical theater? In a, I'm gonna say, in a real setting, right? Mm-hmm. Once you leave high school, musical theater kind of, I think, like elevates itself, and it gets possibly like a little bit more competitive. If I could be wrong, I mean, it's it's a whole different dynamic because with high school, for the most part, at least from our experience, you're with the same group of kids for a majority right. of the four years and with doing it at Moore Park it was like all sorts of different people like we had like college students we had older adults we had we had a couple of kids in high school doing it too I remember that and I would I would say like the biggest difference for me is that there's like no restrictions the first show that I did at Moore Park was hair yep and that was also one of the best experiences of my entire life. Oh my god, another one! As this podcast was made to share some of the obstacles we have faced, what are some experiences in music or musical theater that, um, that have negatively impacted you? That's a really good question. Um, I mean, at least in terms of like high school... The fact that, like, we were in theater with, like, some really talented individuals made it hard to, like, get roles past ensemble. And I'm not saying that ensemble's not important. Ensemble's extremely important for the process of a show. And it didn't have to be, like, anything huge, you know, just, like, little roles here and there. But, I mean, I would say that that was, was, like like, a hard part. And I'd say, like, even even now like being being away from like musical theater for so long has like been so it's been difficult for me like I won't deny that and 
you know, because I was like, I talked to a lot of, like, people, you know, who I, like, did musical theater with or have, like, done it in the past as well. And they're like, yeah, that was then. And, like, now I'm doing whatever. And it's like, no, that's cool. And it's, it's part of me. It's like, do I – is it wrong that I, like, miss it? Is it wrong that I, like, long for that still? And I'm like, no, there's nothing wrong with it because it's something you're very passionate about. Right. Um, but it, I, I guess it's, like, that f- harsh reality of becoming an adult and want – to do so much more with that. Um, and I guess that's just made me, made me feel like sad in a way because of it, just because it, it really has changed my life for the better. And I just, I really do want more of it. I'm not going to ever give up on it, but it just always seems like ever since I concluded my musical theater journey, not like concluded, but at least like took a pause in community college when I transferred to Irvine it just seemed like so much harder and like I remember like I could have auditioned for like the acapella clubs and like all that and like part of me is always like what would have happened if I did and like I think about that all the time and but I don't know I was I would say kind of just like more of terms of like being negative is like just missing that that feeling of getting to sing or like longing for that adrenaline rush before opening night or just the feeling of like because I I really feel like I am fully myself when I get to be on stage whether I'm acting and pretending to be another character or person or not it's where I feel the most whole and where I feel just like absolutely fantastic and I'm like not gonna give up, but I hope I can I can get back to that someday. So yeah, I'm Irvine, that seems to be like the as you said, like not the conclusion. Um, but do you know why or like what what was it inside of you that that didn't push you to do musical theater or do music in UC Irvine? Was there something inside that was, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, personally, I felt like there were a lot of, like, barriers. The biggest thing is, like, you know, the difference between, like, a community college and, like, a UC school is community college they do not care what major you are they will take you as you are and they just if you have a passion for acting that's all they care about at like you know other you know schools other four-year universities they like are like you have to be a musical musical theater major or like you can't do the shows because I know my first quarter at Irvine they were doing like Legally Blonde and I was like, oh my God, like, that's such a fun show. Like, I would love to do that. And another thing for me, too, is, like, you know, in the process of – it was the first time moving to a new city, you know, living in an apartment with, like, three other roommates for the first time, trying to make new friends, trying to get used to the classes. And it was a lot of change. And plus, all at the same time, Borderline happened and the Woolsey Fires happened all in my first quarter – of UC Irvine I just felt like so overwhelmed but it's like I always was searching for community theater in the area and it just like never happened because you know I like joined a sorority and 
to make friends and to be part of that and which was all fantastic and great and good but I always was like and of course like they were like right before I joined they're like oh yeah we used to do this thing where we would like perform musical theater and then they were like no but we stopped it and I was like that was like right before I started the sorority and that bummed me out so much but you know I did like a like a like a movie film like a film thing where I got to sing and like perform a thing at Irvine and it was like a like a student film so it was like okay like that was cool but like I just felt like you know if you're not in the right major like there's no real opportunity for you which is like fine but I mean I did get to take like a musical theater class but that was all on zoom again I mean still totally fine like I got to like write my own play and like do that whole spiel but yeah I just felt like there were like way more barriers than I guess I was expecting which like bummed me out a bit I would say well with all of that what if there's anything that you could share with someone, anybody who's listening today, what what would you say to them? What advice would you give them? That's a really good question. All these are great questions. <laughs> um, I mean, if whatever your like passion is, like music, musical theater, dance, like I mean, but like especially music because I know that's what we're talking about. Don't like give up on that like even if a million people from a million different directions are telling you no like you're just not good enough for this field but you know that this is your calling this is your passion like it's important to you and you should continue to pursue it even if it's small small little things you know like just like singing by yourself or posting videos about singing or you know, just like I'm gonna write my own song one day, and you know, uh, I, I, just... I wish I could write. <laughs> really <laughs> <Me> do. <too. laughs> I know, we... but I just say like, if your passion is like so strong, like don't let it slip away, and just keep going for it, and keep it close to your heart, as I would like to say. I love that. Well, thank you again, Haley, for sharing so much with us today. Um, I know that people will definitely appreciate, like, parts of your story, all of your story. And, of course, like, I always love listening to... I always love talking about music with you. That's always been, like, our thing to talk about what we used to do together. And I know it's been a long time since we've shared the stage or sung in the car together. Um, But I just... Yeah, thank you so much for for sharing all of you today. So thank you for having me, and I feel the same exact way. I'm I'm beyond grateful for whenever we get to just talk about our passions, and I'm grateful to call you a best friend. This podcast will be an example of how we all have different stories about how we've experienced the world of music and. I just hope that you take away something from some of these episodes and feel less discouraged. You got it, and you should be able to feel confident as a musician. Thank you so much again for listening. Next episode will be out December 7th.
Episodes will always be released on a Tuesday. Please leave us a review. I would really appreciate it so we can make more amazing episodes and bring you the best stories. The best thing that you could tell me is that I believe in myself as a musician.